Welcome to Janet Today, Janet Tomorrow, Janet Forever, the Janet Jackson podcast where two cousins discuss all things Janet Jackson. I'm here with my cousin. Cousin Cam. Today we're going to share with you a fun conversation we had with the women of the Black Jackson Estate in December. It is today, January 16th, 10 days after the white nationalist coup on the United States Capitol, now known as Insurrection Day, and four days before the inauguration of the Biden-Harris administration. But we are not going to talk about any of that because we are tired. (laughs) And because we need to talk about the awesome Christmas gift I, Cousin Cam, got from the MJ cast. Let's absolutely do that. That is a much better conversation. (laughs) Where should I begin? (laughs) Start at the top. I was so excited for you. I just start at the top. Okay. First of all, let me say this. You totally surprised me (laughs) because text me and you was like, hey, you remember when that summer we listened to nothing but 3T? And I was like, yeah. Like, I didn't think nothing of the text. So (laughs) I get a text from the MJ cast about, hey, can you come on the show and uh, just for a second, we're going to record a segment, you know, something to that, you know, extent. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I love, you know, talking about Janet and the Jacksons, no problem. So I'm here getting my head set together and everything. I'm thinking, all right, I'm good. And I, when I tell you, I was totally surprised. <laughs> when we started the conversation, they were like, hi, Cousin Kim, how you doing? I'm like, I'm doing great. You know, I'm trying to stay away from this COVID, this pandemic going on, blah, blah, this, blah, blah. I'm just talking. And they was like, okay, that's cool. It was like, well, we have an early Christmas gift for you. And I'm saying to myself, y'all on the other side of the globe, what Christmas gift could y'all be giving me over, <laughs> over Skype? <laughs> and all of a sudden, <laughs> no, these are the words that were said. We know that you are a big fan of 3T and we have a special guess for you <laughs> and all of a sudden I hear hi cousin Kim and I had to catch myself because you I cuss like a son <laughs> <laughs> I was like hey and he's like this is TJ and I started to say TJ who <laughs> but I was like oh my god it's TJ Jackson and you can hear the pitch of my voice. That's how I talked to him the whole time. I was six octaves higher than Mariah Carey's. <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God. And then it didn't dawn on me, like, Kimmy, you might have should have went and got a haircut because I was getting a haircut <laughs> the next day. I ain't even got no fresh lineup. Oh, my gosh. I'm talking to a Jackson. And so they were like talking and stuff. And he's like, I heard that, you know, you're a big fan of 3T, my uncle, my aunt, my whole family. And he was so nice and so polite. And the whole time, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, I am talking to a Jackson. <laughs> like a real Jackson. He just said Cousin Cam. A Jackson said Cousin Cam. <laughs> and then I'm thinking to myself, like, oh, who can I tell? But I can't tell because nobody knows. It's be a surprise. It's a surprise. And then I zoomed back in and it was like, well, is there anything you want to ask TJ? And I was like, I got a lot to ask TJ. <laughs> but <laughs> considering I'm on the spot. I just asked him a question. And if you anybody's listened to it, it's, it was about him choosing between baseball and music. And it was so nice. I was just like, wow. Like the whole time, even after I got off the Skype, I was like, I talked to a real Jackson. I'll Not- bet. Yo, 
And then I'm like, that dang Courtney, because that's why she asked me to text. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the night that it was going to happen. Like I knew it was going to happen, but I didn't know when it would happen. So I was just trying to get you prepped without telling you what was going on. But when it happened and I didn't know you called me, I was probably as excited as you were. And I hadn't talked to Neri a Jackson. I was so <laughs> I was so happy for you. So, yeah, I will have to fight with TJ Jackson, like from here on out. Like he, he, he's my third favorite Jackson now. (laughs) He moved up in the ranks. He moved way. Like I don't know who did he displace. Who was third previously? (laughs) (laughs) I really have this thing for Reby. Because I always felt like Reby was the one that got away. Like Reby, if Reby would have pushed it, like really pushed it, she would have been up there with Janet and Michael. That's fair. Reby is going to have to take a drop. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, TJ's up there now. So I will fight you over, over TJ Jackson. Like, I don't care what you say. TJ can do no wrong. And he's such a gentleman, too. Yeah, I hear you. I do want to say just before we get into this conversation, because this is a longer episode and we I didn't cut as much as I normally cut because they were so fun. So mm-hmm. I hope folks enjoy it and stick around for the conversation. Uh, but before we get there, I just wanted to say a huge thank you to the MJ cast uh, for yes. just being so inclusive always and being so thoughtful. And they didn't have to include us. Well, you they didn't have to include you. Um, in that conversation with TJ Jackson, but they did because they are always thoughtful. They're always loving and they're always thinking about how to bring joy to others. And so I just so appreciate that, that they made that moment available to you when they did not have to. So a big thank you to the MJ cast. We love them. Jamin and Elise and Q too. We love you guys so much. Thank you for that. It was tremendous and it was truly a great Christmas gift for the both of us. And I would like to apologize to all the people who saw those many faces of Cousin Cam. I promise I was trying to get a haircut the next day. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Ready for the Black Jackson seat. Let's do it. Today, we are joined by the phenomenal women of the Black Jackson estate. These ladies host a fun show where they discuss all things Jackson Jackson. My name is Courtney, and I'm here with my cousin. Cousin Cam, and I'm super excited about today's guest. I know I say that about every guest, but I really mean it every time, <laughs> especially today. <laughs> right, especially today. Same. We got a fun topic today, too. We're going to do a bit of a deep dive into both Michael and Janet's catalogs in a way that really we've never done before. Yep, but before we get into all that, we should introduce our guests. Today we have KJ, LaToya, and Ashley. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you for having us. We're so excited to be able to chat with you ladies today. Yep, yep. We want to learn a little bit more about each of you. Tell us who you are, what was your Gateway Jackson, and anything else you want listeners to know. We should specify like Gateway Jackson for us is like the Jackson that led you into the Jacksons. 
Ooh, that's emotional. So user one here, KJ, K, K, that's the name we started with. My name is Nikki. Everybody calls me Nikki. But but my gateway Jackson was, I'm going to date myself here, but back in the day, VH1 used to do a real like Michael Jackson weekend thing. And that's actually how I got into Michael hardcore mm-hmm. when I was in uh, probably, I don't know, maybe a sixth grade. And um, that Rock With You video came on. And I ain't know what to do with myself. <laughs> Let me tell you what. He was looking all fine. And them strobe lights and all that glitter. I ain't never found a man in glitter attractive <laughs> until then. And that was it for me. I mean, that was it. That was it. It was off. It was gloves off. Literally one glove on, one glove off at that point. So that was my gateway, Jackson. It was off the wall, Michael. And he was just fly. And that was it for me. I hear you. How about you, Latoya? All right, so my name is LaToya. I am user 1.5. And so my gateway, Jackson, was uh, Michael as well. Um, So user one is my sister. Um, So a lot of the, we have a lot of shared experiences, especially growing up um, and watching uh, Michael Jackson. And it was one of those VH1 kind of all day marathons. And we sat there at my grandmother's house and we watched Michael all day. And from there, I think we we were both hooked. She's always been... Um, a bigger Jackson fan than than me, um, but I am in love with Michael Jackson. Uh, have been in love with Michael Jackson for a very long time. Uh, we each went and got like Michael Jackson tattoos on his birthday in 2009. So wow. um, he is our gateway Jackson. But I must say, since we are on the Janet Jackson podcast, that uh, I fell in love with Jan. I can tell you the day and the time. Um, we went to her number ones tour show in Washington, D.C., and it was an Independence Hall. And I kind of knew a couple of Janet Jackson songs, uh, but I wasn't a huge fan. Uh, my sister and I went for the experience, right, because she's a legend. Mm-hmm. And um, I fell in love with her after seeing her live on stage. And from there, I had to, to I, like, I had to know all of her songs. So, um Michael was the gateway, but let me tell you, Janet's coming up real strong on the rear. So Love he's, that. The, he's the gateway drug. And she was looking fine at that show. Janet, I don't know if you listen <laughs> to she this was. podcast. And I love men's, 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 men's. But let me tell you something, girl. Yes. It's that DC show. Mm-hmm. With that leather. <laughs> let me tell you what. And the short <laughs> hair. Y'all know the Janet I'm talking about. The 2009-10 Janet with the short cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good look. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean... <laughs> Snatched. I mean, she started the show with I Get Lonely, and let me tell you something. It was, and you it felt was, lonely right there, right there. <laughs> Cracking up. <laughs> um, hey, y'all. So I'm Ashley. I'm user two. Um, my gateway Jackson was the Jackson 5. I just really thought the Jackson five was still kids when I was a child. So I think, Oh, this was easily like 1990, you know, I'm thinking, Oh yeah, still kids. Uh, But, but yeah, somebody broke it to me that they weren't. And uh, once I realized that, then then it was kind of off and running. So I loved the Jackson 5 Christmas album. That actually might be my favorite Jackson's 
contribution to the world, same. Oh, it's just, it's just flawless, right? Like it's theirs and it's nothing wrong with that. Nothing, nothing. And <laughs> I, yeah, I remember I had a, my, my pre-K teacher dubbed it for me on a cassette tape. So shout out to Miss Robin, wherever she is. Yeah. Shout out to Miss um, Robin. So yeah. yeah, that, that's my gateway joke. But uh, just like user 1.5 said, I, I remember falling in love with Janet as well rhythm nation came out right before we were born and so i feel like we were we are actually the rhythm nation they're just omnipresent in our in our popular conscious but um definitely in our households because again vh1 just always gave us constant jacksons like hey guys thank you thank you (laughs) um but i will say y'all this is something i've been excited to share with y'all because i seriously doubt that you remember but i actually met y'all at a Janet show and you passed me one of your cards about the podcast in yeah, Char- this must have been in Charlotte. This was at the Charlotte show. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it was state of the world. Yeah. And so this is a real full circle moment. Yeah. So. The podcast was just a baby at that time. And yeah. But y'all were out there hustling and I was look, excited to listen. So this is exciting. I appreciate you listening. Cause just, just so you know that like, I have like serious social anxiety. So I didn't even want to hand out the cards. I was like, okay, you can do this. You can do this. Work. <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> so I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah. Also another thing that I'd heard that I think we have in common is I too, even though I was watching in the eighties, I too thought that Michael Jackson was a child. So I remember. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I don't feel alone that. Now. No, y'all were sniffing glue. Y'all were sniffing glue. Was there was no way innocent. to tell. There was no way that to was, tell. Okay, you're right. It, then, was it was innocence. It was innocence. Listen, or glue. They were, they were omnipresent. <laughs> like, even at 3 30, you could watch the Jacksons cartoon on BET. And how was I to know that that wasn't just coming on? Like, how? But they were rocking froze, dude. Froze. Are always I was not good <laughs> at context clues, okay? Like, <laughs> um, but it, it ended quickly though because it was a Jackson family reunion weekend where they would show all the videos, and you know they would show like all the Michael Janet the Jackson videos, and they would just show Centipede just like every third video. It was one of those weekends where I realized I was like, oh, that's the same. Well, that, man. that was on the cartoon. That was also a little boy in the pink hat. This, <laughs> this is a lot to take. I got to oh lay down. Um, Watch the world. Watch the world. <laughs> only, only on the Jackson's weekend will you get centipede three. Yeah. <laughs> not once, not twice. Maybe three times. <laughs> this is the second time I've mentioned centipede this week. What is going in the on? Water. Honestly, in the you're water. not mentioning it enough. That is right. the Thank jail. you. <laughs> Ruby already told y'all she had more than centipede, so we need to pop out another song. What what is another? I mean, one? she does. She has yours faithfully, and I'm not gonna trip. Like Ruby has some solid, solid. She's got songs, some bops, but yeah. she don't got nothing better than centipede. And I would tell her. <laughs> <laughs> centipede <laughs> is a bop. <laughs> if okay. that's all you get, you want. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yes, yes. Um. So tell us more about your show. Uh, we want to know everything. How did you come up with the name? Why did you enter the Jackson podcast world? Like, we want to know it all. 
Fun story, user one and I have known each other since we were teenagers and we met on a Michael Jackson fan forum page and we both lived in North Carolina, but we were kids. So we were basically pen pals for the longest and um, loved talking about Michael with each other. And, um, you know, after the process of growing up and becoming adults, you rediscover things and we just felt the need to go back and revisit Michael in a really thoughtful way. Um, we found ourselves, like a lot of people, engaging in discussions about the negative publicity that Michael was getting over the last few years um, mm -hmm. and how frustrating that was and how constant it was. So to kind of reflect on our friendship and knowing each other since we were in high school and thinking about those moments that we shared together about the ups and downs of what it means to be a Jackson family fan. Like, where were you when you found out Neverland got rated? Oh, I was leaving Best Buy trying to get a copy of Number Ones. Where were you <laughs> when, you know, the Super Bowl happened to Janet? Oh, I was sitting there rooting for the Panthers. You know, that was what we were doing. So to reflect on our cycle of being fans and, and saying that, hey, we really should contribute to the conversation. And one, make sure that the canon of work uh, that the Jacksons have uh, continues to be discussed and 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 kind of just um, held up in in the light the way that we should look at geniuses. I mean, they are rock royalty, period, music royalty. And so uh, we wanted to start with Michael and uh, really dig into his legacy and try to defend him and focus the conversation on the good things about his work and some of the complicated things about his work. The name, the Black Jackson Estate, came from yeah, us was looking at Michael's no, estate as it stands and not seeing enough representation for Black and Brown people. And we kind of just mm. felt like, hey, you know, you guys might be missing a part of the market or misunderstanding or not being able to relate to certain cultural aspects of what that piece of his fandom looks like. So often you see the, the shows with seas of people and they're all white. So um, we wanted to discuss that other pocket of fandom for Michael's, um, for Jackson family fans and talk about their work from that point of view and, and offer our insight about, you know, what would a, a black Jackson estate look like and not one that's run by uh, these very wealthy white men. God bless them for whatever it is that they do. Um, but yeah, I think that that's kind of where it spawned from. And we just really wanted to capture some of these things on tape. And we had so many cool things happening. We knew the Jacksons were still touring. I was going to a Janet show every other week. So were the mm -hmm. other users, like it just made sense. So right. like, at one point we, at one point, we, we ran it ran into each other at uh one of the shows. It might have been the same show. Was it? It was at the one in Cary. We were both gonna be there because I was like, "Are you going to this show?" You were like, "Yeah, I'm going." Ashley had like front row seats. We were like on row ten. She was like on row on the stage. Um, <laughs> and I, we 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 we're like that that meme of Whitney and was it Anita Baker? Uh, 
Who's that? Natalie Cole. That was Natalie Cole. Who's us at the show? That was us. I didn't meet each other at the show. But, you know, just to kind of piggyback, like, and Ashley said, you know, we saw that they may have been missing a part of the market. And I think to even fine tune that, we saw that they were missing a part of the legacy because um, this is a black man. And too often you see that be uh, washed into something else. And, you know, and so we didn't see enough representation in his estate and we know that that's you know a touchy subject as far as whether or not it's legit but whatever it stands but beyond that we really created this thing because of the most recent round of allegations that popped up with that Sundance Festival mm-hmm. documentary doc, oh docu whatever they want to call it the that um and we said okay we went online and we were like we gotta do we felt uh, we were really compelled to do something um and we weren't kids anymore we're like professionals i'm an attorney she's in politics so we were like we really have some tools now that are very different um and more mature how can we use those to defend what we saw as you know really um this man is dead you know how can you rightly do this and not explore his defense you know how can you b- dig him up just to to do this to him and he has no voice so we said how can we be a voice for michael jackson and that's how we got started we started with a twitter and our twitter was fire i mean we was fighting everybody um <laughs> they were the i Avengers. mean right. if you wanted it you could there. get it i mean you could really get it if you had to say something and we went after all the people who were trying to jump on that bandwagon i mean that, that first twitter i twitter got de- deactivated matter of fact um but by, by twitter but we went after everybody i mean we had crazy people following us not crazy people i take that back we had interesting folks following mm-hmm. us like aaron carter and you know it was just odd but you know we were really just speak we were like okay listen you can get this smoke real quick if you're not going to be at least objective and not dig. The, I felt like no one, we felt like no one else would have gotten this treatment. Only a black man could get yeah. this. And for him to be the biggest star ever, um, it was unfair. And his family's just been fighting. Janet's been, I mean, they've been so vocal. I'm like, okay, the fans can be vocal in an, in a very, into, you know, in a different articulate way. way, right? Yeah. And not just screaming. Cause some, some parts of the fan community can be unreasonable. Um, and we try to bring that, that that uh that you know that level-headedness to the conversation we're not going to say everything he did was great Mm -hmm. we're not going to demonize him also for things that cannot be shown or where the evidence really doesn't support that accusation and so we Mm -hmm. thought we could bring something new and different to the conversation and i hope we've done that and continue to the same way you guys have on your podcast yeah i appreciate that yeah yeah I I just want to yeah. piggyback off of uh, what user two was saying, because I remember when Michael passed and Jamie Foxx was on the BET Awards show and he was just saying, you know, Michael is ours, like Michael is ours. And people was like, what he mean? I'm like, duh, he black. He He's our king. Yeah. You know, <laughs> he belongs to us. And people was just I was like amazed how people had forgot like Mike yeah. black. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's really interesting too. I, I think it's so important the work that you all are doing and, and and really highlighting that fact because that was something that he was extremely proud of. He was very proud of being an African American. Um and it seems like when he ascended to the highest heights of, of the entertainment industry, there was a intense effort to uh what did he want to do? Transracialize him. 
right? So he, he was no longer black. And it was an intense effort on both sides because on, in the black community, you know, we were constantly fed that Michael was ashamed of his blackness. That's why his, his skin was changing. That's why his hair was changing. We were constantly fed that and people still believe that um, to this day. And it's so frustrating. I'm like all the information that is available to us that we don't even have to look for that could just fall in our lap. Like I could just walk outside and like a crow would be like, he had vitiligo. Right. So like, I don't. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's, it's, it's right there in the autopsy report. Yeah. All the information <laughs> is there and people still have these beliefs because we, this is what we've been fed and this is what we've been programmed. And it was very intentional. So I appreciate that you are putting him back in the space that I think he would want to be in important that we analyze and look back over his legacy with the lens that takes into account the way he was received because he was black, but also the ways in which he was received because people were insistent on pretending that that didn't matter. Absolutely. And I mean, it applies to Janet as well. We see how the system worked against her in ways that it would never work against a white woman who's achieved what she's achieved. And we just really appreciate y'all making sure that people remember all mm-hmm. the things that Janet has done to date. Right. Let's be clear. She has the range. The statistics are all there. Yes. Um, so, yeah. If she never does anything else. Period. Legend status submitted. Well, you all know a lot of super random Jackson tidbits. What's your favorite random Jackson fun fact? Oh, my God, Lord. <laughs> you guys, there's so There's many. so many. Don't say the baby dangling. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. You know what? Random, the random fact is he thought that was a good idea. Now, now listen. <laughs> okay, favorite random Jackson tidbit. I will say, it, I'm thinking about my first one of my trips to LA, and I finally got the nerve to go find Havenhurst. Have y'all ever seen Havenhurst? Mm-mm, no. Oh, my goodness. I just wanted to drive around the block and imagine Michael walking down that street with a llama, like he constantly said that he did. And Janet taking that key off of her okay, earring to clean go the clean the animal cage. <laughs> so, there's, a, there's a sidewalk, there's public parking right outside the house. And I just wanted to take a walk down the sidewalk, and I did that uh, with my friend Maria. And I remember looking, and I'm like, damn, I wonder where the animal cages were. <laughs> um, but their house, their house is just so normal. Like, just imagining all of those Jacksons, all this this famous family in this one house, and there's peacocks and shit, and the thought of a giraffe. And they have neighbors on all four sides. Right, right. So I'm like, well, you guys, what were you really they doing? They were that family. <laughs> I, it blow, it really did bl- blow my mind just to see the property and be like, so this is where the animal cages were. Okay, uh, but yeah, I think that was it. Like they just, it was a, it was a pretty normal house, and uh, so was the the house in Gary. So just knowing how absolutely normal they are, regardless of their accolades, is pretty cool. But did you jump the gate? Because I'm not proud if you didn't. No, absolutely not. Fun story, the gate is open. So, And you didn't walk through them pearly (laughs) jokers? No, first of all, no. 
Um, I could have walked straight up walk to that door, but I that is dairy for that. Just walk through. That sounds like an invitation. No, it was too easy. And also, there's orange trees like in their yard, and I was like, damn, I should get an orange. Go get an but orange. I, it was just too weird. I just did not want to be that girl. It wasn't weird to roll up on somebody's house like that. Well, I mean, oh, that house public remember, parking. <laughs> that part. And remember, Catherine used to let the fans come in for dinner. Absolutely. Um, I think that's it. Let's rock and roll. All right, all right. Today we are going to do something a little bit different. Those who rock with us know we love all the Jacksons. So we are excited to have the chance to highlight our favorite songs from both Michael and Janet in a bit of a friendly versus. The key word is friendly. Friendly. (laughs) And I'm I'm talking to myself because I'm very competitive. Um, So pray for me. Whenever you compare or even mention Janet and Michael in the same breath, some fans getting their feelings. Both are great and both are legends. But we're going to have a little fun today comparing the two greats. Yes. So we've asked the Black Jackson estate to represent Michael, and we naturally will represent Ms. Jackson um, in selecting their best songs, which fit each of these five categories in a head-to-head super-friendly battle. The categories are best duet, a collaboration, social justice song, clapback song, love song, and we'll finish with best choreographed dance piece. All right. Before we get started, which user is uh, an attorney? Best user one. What's that? User one. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. She can't present because I, I don't do good against <laughs> right. lawyers. I ain't saying I got no wars or nothing, but I'm so, just... I feel a very clear, huxable situation. That's just my day job. I'm off the clock. Don't worry about it. Okay. All right. All right. We good. Trust me. She okay. doesn't work off the clock either. So you mm-hmm. should not. <laughs> <laughs> Get your coins, girl. All right. Who's going to go first? So yes. I I did the homework for all of us over here at the Black Jackson Estate. They're going to jump in if they don't agree with what I say. And trust me, they will. Um, you ain't so, have to out us like that, though. We we trust we you, but guess what? You know what? Guess what? We're amongst That's friends it. now. It's my we might as well tell the truth. We're amongst friends. So you know, I will say that for me, it's really hard to pin down one Michael Jackson song for a lot of these categories. So I have like a this and that that like. Came- so you got to just give us your best shot. To, you could tell us who the runner-up was, but we don't blame your, you if we lose. Give us the one you're going to put head-to-head with Janet. <laughs> so kick us off. Well, hold on. I have a I have a couple of questions before we get oh, started. Not a couple. Okay, let's go. These are just general <laughs> rules of Jackson procedure. That's I'm just asking. Okay, so each round is worth how many points? Are they equal value? Does any valued more than the other? This is a versus. We are supposed to be keeping a tally. So Lord I just need to mercy. know how. <laughs> <laughs> and there's well, Esquire. And I just know, you know, how we're gonna do it. I'm just asking. I'm you just, know, I'm just asking. Felt like somebody said they was off the clock, but it's sounding very much. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm just uh, just a general question. So since we are in a friendly versus, I think these are fair questions. We'll attempt to come up with a winner at the end of this. There are five of us, and each of us gets one vote. So. But we'll, after each round, we'll make our individual tabulations. And at the very end, we'll come up with the score. All right. That sounds fair. All right. All right. Okay. So user 1.5 here. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot out two and my other users can tell me which one they like. All right. So for best duet um, or collab non-Jackson, 
Um, I have two and I couldn't decide. One is Just Good Friends with Stevie Wonder because I am a huge Stevie Wonder fan. He is one of the the greats and so underrated in, in communities other than communities of color. So that's a really I didn't good know one. that. Do white people not know Stevie? They know him, but they I don't think they appreciate him the way that we all do. Mm-hmm. Um for, for his musical genius. I mean, he literally plays one of everything at 60-something, 30-something-year-olds. He plays so instruments I didn't even know existed. You know, oh, know. oh absolutely. I, think I went to his concert and he had instruments on top of instruments and he just kept pulling stuff out. Like, it was like me a clown too. car. <laughs> me too. I seen him in Charlotte and he just I did too. Me. Yes, when he, when he had like five instruments on top of the piano, I was like, what's that little thing? That man got up and walked to each instrument <laughs> by himself. He's yeah. the goat. He is. He really is. He really is. So mm-hmm. for that, Just Good Friends is uh, my favorite non-Jackson uh, duet, but also Jam because we got Heavy D on it. You Damn. know, he handed a shout oh. out on it. Jam is Thank one of those social justice songs, you know, like if you know all the words like I do, like you know that this is a real song put to a real cool beat. And he had Michael Jordan in the video. So you know, users. But you gotta pick one. One. I think you should pick Jam. Jam. I do too. I'm gonna go with Jam too. So we're gonna go with Jam. But let jam me say this. Too. Let me. That's our final answer. But let me say this about uh, Stevie. I think if the majority knows Sir Duke, then they can come to the cookout. If they don't know Sir Duke, up, up, yeah. up, 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 up. Can we stop inviting people to the cookout? Like. If- <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely if agree. You want to have a brown bag lunch and meet them at the park? That is fine, but <laughs> not a bologna sandwich. Okay. Well, listen, we got a brown bag, uh, paper bag for you. No, we don't. No, we don't. Dang, no, you rude. You won't even give no bologna. No, you don't get a cookie for liking Stevie Wonder. You're no. supposed to like Stevie. No, but to know Sir Duke is high level, and to know the lyrics. No, it's not. That yes, is. is. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. agree. I think we're in agreement. Um, All yeah, right. No. So y'all listen up, Jam. 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 That's a good one. That is a good one. And with the That's heavy, a good one. The Heavy D crossover, which we almost selected a Heavy D crossover. We almost. But for our selection, I'm going to pitch it out there. So my runner-up was Diamonds with Herb Alpert. If you've heard the last podcast, you know I love this song. Yeah. Um, but y'all also, talked about it. Too. I, Listen, it's just the way that Janet can snatch a song. Like, if you put her name on your song, or even if you don't, like, she's going to come take it anyway. So if you want <laughs> to to the studio, just accept that that is not her song. Uh, <laughs> that is why I kind of was leaning toward Diamonds. But I think where I'm going to go, unless my cousin corrects me. Go for it. I think where I'm going to go, I'm going to make a pitch for Got Till It's Gone. Yes. Ooh. Got Till It's Gone from Janet's magnum opus the velvet rope and the reason i picked this one is because of the complexity of this song and the blending of genres q-tip and joni mitchell come on now with the Dilla sample 97 nobody was doing that even the video is iconic right like nobody was like let me just recreate a south african dance hall during apartheid and not wear any makeup and let me sweat on camera and let's just make the blackest video like the blackest video ever let's tell my white friends that they can't even come to set like the oh, blackest dude. video ever so yeah that's still funny <laughs> <laughs> that is Janet, that was powerful sis 
God bless you. That's why she's the queen. Yes. Uh, so that? I got to lift up Got Till It's Gone for the best duet or collaboration for Janet Jackson. You agree, Cam? I agree. That's all our right. final That's answer. That's what we offer. That's what we offering. Okay. What, uh, what year was that? 1997. 1997. That was a good year. A good year. I'm going to say, I think you all made a great choice. However, mm. I think you had a missed opportunity. Oh, sure. Uh-oh. To okay. lift up, what's it gonna be? Ooh, Ooh. consider what's it gonna be. Um, Tell me why you ruled that out. Ruled I gotta it out know. because she's really only on the hook. True. And so, even though it is pronounced, and even though once again she snatched somebody's song from behind, totally. Bust around did a better job than anyone of standing up to Vintage yeah. accident on their track. <laughs> <laughs> That, it's just the most unnecessary yet perfect pairing. Yeah. Uh, so good. They really yeah. nailed it. Yeah, I think I, I, I see what you're I see what, what your reasoning is there. I respect that. Yes, yes. Good I appreciate call. that. Appreciate when that. when right. Buster said, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all felt it. <laughs> so I love the fact that he heard Janet say, I think she was at Hot 97, and he heard her say on the radio when she was asked, is there anybody in the industry that you would want to collaborate with that you haven't had a chance to work with? She said, Busta Rhymes. And like, wow. he called his agent immediately. It was like, wow. call her. What else do her. you pay an agent for if he you don't do it? Exactly. <laughs> but my favorite is he was like, tell her I got the song. I got the song. And he didn't even have it he yet. He didn't have a song. <laughs> <laughs> he seized the moment. There's a lesson here. There's that a song whole lesson here. Yeah, I did not know that. That's a great story. Man, I mean, talk about like how often in life do you see your dreams manifest? That had to be something he really had thought about before. And then she said it and he was like, okay, I got to lock it in. This is it. Right. This is it. I got to lock it in. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yes. Can I say one thing? Uh, The wood song, I thought that they were going to choose was somebody watching me. I was so afraid that they were going to say that because I was like, you can't top that one. It was because Michael snatched that song. He did. He He pulled a diamond. (laughs) You know, we might have could have even went with Thriller. I'm going to give uh, Vincent Price a duet role on that. Yeah. That's like an iconic piece to the song. I mean, fair. Okay. Right? I can't stand that song, though. It is. (laughs) Nobody listens to Thriller. Thriller? No. Nobody's listening to Thriller. Is it just we're watching the video when I listen to it? Yeah, we're pretty much just watching the video. We're not actually sitting down listening to the song now. Michael's not listening to it. 1.5. You better not bring us a loss tonight. Let me tell you. Wow. (laughs) Wow. I know this is friendly, but I I, I just don't like, I don't smell a good good seasoning. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, that you know what I'm offended, but that's okay. We're gonna we're gonna press on. Right, we're gonna we'll press on. on. So head to head, first round, Jam by Michael Jackson. Got to the gone by Janet Jackson. Round two. Round two, social justice. So really, I only have one song in this category because there is only one song that is the greatest, and that Uh-oh. is Uh-oh. "They Don't Care About Us." Oh, I knew she was going for it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got a lot of material don't do too. Don't do that, cousin Cam. Don't even do yeah. that. You knew we were coming with some hit. Let me tell you, they don't care about us. Is the quintessential social justice song because, first of all, let's just talk about Spike Lee on the videos. Uh huh. Okay. On the videos because yes. he's a chill. Yes. Um, 
And then the lyrics alone, right? And a lot of it is so representative of what we have going on now in the Black Lives Matter movement. I said it on one of our pods, um, the shirt that Michael was wearing in the uh, Brazil video that says Olodum, they're actually a black uh, Brazilian social justice group kind of like Black Lives Matter. So he was representing for the country he was in, but he was also talking about a lot of things that were happening in this country and that was happening, quite frankly, in his own life. Um, Because this was on the History album, which History was was released after um, the first set of allegations. So, you know, we could go ahead and drop the mic on that. They don't care about us. Boom. Yeah, drop it, drop it. I'm going to come right and pick it up. We're going to pick it up. (laughs) (laughs) I do I just want to acknowledge that I do think that that is a tremendous social justice song and it's one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs mostly because when I first got my Nintendo Wii I bought the Michael Jackson experience and that's the most fun dance on the on the whole game. Girl, <laughs> I be being my real bad with this girl. Listen, I be in full concert mode. Um, they don't really care about us. So, <laughs> um, what you got Cam? Oh, let me come on up to the courtroom. Um, I know this is tough too because there was a lot of choices. Let me tell you, this is very tough. And right now, I feel like I'm in a game of spades, and I don't know whether to play (laughs) my big joker (laughs) or my little joker. Don't read me because we will call you out. Mm -hmm. I I, I feel the pressure. Talk us through the options. Talk us through the options. Oh, she has a lot of them. I know state of the world comes to mind and it's knowledge and all that. But I'm going to go with my little joker here and go with the video. I don't think you were calling this the little joker. I'm going to bring out. The iconic Rhythm Nation. Obviously. Yes. Now, yes, let's make this But I'm this taking good. a bow on Janet's behalf. Yes. Now, let's be clear. Janet was getting down in the video, but she was also bringing a message to understand that Janet was talking about coming together with lyrics like, this is the test. No struggle. No progress. I'm sorry. I'm like a preacher right now. Lena, you <laughs> to the help. Bring your brother to do his best. Things are getting worse. We have to make them better. It's time mm. to give a damn. Let's mm. work and come together. Yes. Yes. yes, and yes. Then we was rocking the ponytail. Yes. And the iconic outfit and yeah. the dance move. Amen. Yes. It's a cute yeah. little song and video. It's cute. You know what? I don't know where you are, but I'm on my way. <laughs> you know what? Though? Can I? You some that countdown the five four three two one. When I tell you I do that in my everyday life, listen. I literally stand with my hand in my face like five four three two one. Like that video. That's is, a great way to start the day. It really is. I mean, it's it's iconic. I mean, and you know, every time she does that when live, it's it's just as powerful as the last time you saw it. So I was thinking about the first time I saw her do it live. And it was right after I came out of that memorabilia tent she had for unbreakable and Michael got her a carpet Mm -hmm. that was the rhythm nation single cover. Have y'all seen that carpet? Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. Oh God. Like he knew rhythm nation was the one he loved that song. So I think y'all made a great decision. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, second, yeah. second chair. And I think we have to acknowledge that this thing, the song is 30 years strong and unfortunately 30, still, yeah. still incredibly relevant. 
and the place it holds in society. Like you, there is not a year that we don't see a Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation costume or a reference on TV or a, a performance tribute or just this is like her calling card and whether she wants it to be or not, like people will always remember her for Rhythm Nation as they should because the video was immaculate. The song was for at the time groundbreaking because nobody was using the, those kind of like industrial sonics um, the way they were in pop music until Jimmy Jam and Janet Jackson and Terry Lewis did that. So, I mean, Cam called it a little joker, but I think if we're all being honest, I think we know. I think we all know in our hearts. So at this time, let's make your notes. We've got Michael Jackson's They Don't Really Care About Us versus Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation. Y'all know what the answer is. Let's go to number three. How you feel, cousin? You feel okay? I feel good. I feel good. I think you made some smart choices. This is why I nominated you to do all the work. Cousin Cam is <laughs> coming through right now. She's <laughs> definitely coming through right now. Strong. And my, and on my tally is tied up, but that's just me. Alright, so clapback song. So I need my users to vote on this one because I have, I have three. Alright, okay. so I have Unbreakable from the Invincible album, which mm. Is absolutely my favorite, favorite clapback song. Delicious. Um, I have Why You Want to Trip on Me from Dangerous. Mm. Um, and my favorite line in Why You Want to Trip on Me, for, for anybody who hasn't listened to it, just go listen to it. Because my favorite line is that you got school teachers who don't want to teach. You got grown people who can't write or read. To this day. <laughs> to this day. I'm like, why you worry about what I got going on over here? And you can't write a read. Well, you can't write a read. What you mean? Um, and my last one, the last one that my users are going to vote on is DS from the History album. And oh. DS Ooh. allegedly stands for Dom Sheldon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as we all know, uh-huh. he was talking about Tom Snedden. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually says that man's name a couple of times. No, in the he sp- didn't. Okay. No, he did. He one hundred percent said Tom. Mind, he did. He said Dom. It was a okay. hard D. Okay, lawyer. We, we, okay, we lawyer. had this discussion. He layered it. <laughs> That's the lawyer. That's the lawyer speaking. So I guess for you know uh, slander libel reasons, we have to say that he he didn't say that man's name, but he did, and Uh-oh. that is a. A classic clapback because he literally is talking to the one person that he cannot stand in that moment and that is Tom Snedden. So those are my three choices and my users can vote. Mm. Great slate. Great slate. 1.5. I'm going to go with DS because I love being direct mm. and, and mm-hmm. that was pretty straight up. He yeah. talked about that man's mama. He did. He, 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 he said, right. Yeah. He said, your mama never taught you right anyway. Yeah. He called him a dog. <laughs> in the I mean, he said, he said some things there. And he really was talking about a man, but I, I felt like he was really representing a system. Because that man, mm-hmm. that's what that man did. He represented a system that came right. after Michael. And Michael said, okay, but I got you because I'm going to make sure, A, I don't get sued. So I'm going to turn your Tom into Dom and I'm going to write the song and they're going to put it on the album. I'm, I guarantee you 10 lawyers said, don't do it. And Michael said, Mike Dom, said I will pay what it costs. <laughs> I will pay what it costs. You have got to put, and you, and you knew it got under his skin because in 04, when they came out with the second shenanery, 
He said, I don't listen to that stuff. I said, oh, you have heard oh, it, huh? Okay. <laughs> oh, so you've been listening to the history album, yeah, huh? He heard his name. He heard his he name. He heard his mama get that shout out. So he heard <laughs> it for sure. So, I mean, it was just such a strong response to, again, a specific person who was representative of a system. They sent more people to Michael Jackson's house than they did for uh, Charles Manson. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you look at those sort of statistics, you go only a black man in America can get that sort of harassment to the worst of the worst of criminals of the majority. You don't get that sort of response from law enforcement. And we see it working itself out on TV and videos. We see of people with police knees on their necks, choke being choked out for having cigarettes, where someone else could go outside and shoot off 10 rounds and they find some way to peacefully get them a Burger King snack um Mm -hmm. before taking them in so i think michael said you know i'm gonna be very direct the biggest star in the world of direct response to police brutality in america it doesn't get any bigger than michael jackson and he sent that message out to the entire world and so i definitely would go with uh dom ds for the best social justice song because he said he took a risk like knowing listen there's gonna be people who continue to come after me because but i'm gonna say it he loaded the chopper and just let it go. He let it, he let it ring off. Absolutely. Proud of him. Do you realize at the end of DS, he goes cold, man, and he sees it like you in church and yes. it fades out. Like, that's the best part of that song. Always wonder how, how, what does he say at the end? Like, what's the end of that tape sound like? In the original he started cussing. That's what he did. He started cussing. All right, Carol, okay. what you got? All right, so clap back. Janet, I chose, and it's got to be the remix, the Son of a Gun remix with Missy and Dick. Yes. She had to just remind us that you think you got the last laugh, but I'm tearing up credit cards and changing locks on the doors. You got Missy on, on top of the bar talking about girl gone and do it. I mean, Janet was... She was showing us don't F with me attitude. So I chose this song because when you get mad, you know, we've all, well, I've done it twice. You know, you changed the password to a couple of streaming services and you know, no more Netflix for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what I got. I would lift on behalf of this song. I will lift just its utterly personal nature and its bopsicity. Like it's a bop. Yeah, uh, yeah, like I'm like, it's a clap back that you can jam to. Like, she really told you that wasn't his beach house and what was going on. <laughs> there. And um, beach house. Why, you, why, can, why? you can still jam to it. So that's why I would lift up um, mm-hmm. as kind of like what makes this song. I mean, you got Diddy, you got mm-hmm. Missy Elliott, you got Carly mm-hmm. Simon, y'all. And the other thing I love about this song is like the rest of that album is pretty saccharine. That's all for you, right? When you put it that way, <laughs> wow, Demita. I mean, yeah, she was pretty aggressive. <laughs> she must have been really hot. Way to put it in context. Everybody make your notes. We got DS for Michael Jackson, Son of a Gun for Janet Jackson. Thank By the way, know. Why You Want to Trip on Me is one of my favorite cuts from Danger. I really Listen. think that one would have been not a chance. Yeah. I would have had to go. <laughs> yeah. That's like my one, that's the favorite other than Remember the Time. All right, all right, all right. What round are we on? So we are on the love song, love song. 
So I'm gonna need my users again, and of course this is all subjective, but here are my picks for best Michael Jackson love songs. So the first one is Liberian Girl from the Bad Album. Um, you know, he had every person in Hollywood under the sun in the video, first of all. Um, Ooh, Blair Underwood. Okay, yes, Blair Underwood was also in the video. Um, I forgot but, all about that. Uh, I yeah, Can y'all get off of Blair Underwood for <laughs> Out of all the 600 celebrities in there, y'all picked out Blair. <laughs> and they went, ooh. I forgot. They got excited. Blair been pretty for a long time. Ooh, ain't okay. he not? Like, that chocolate? Ooh, Lord. No lies were told. He has. Mm. Um, Liberian Girl is one of those songs that is, I think is very underrated. Um, a lot of people that aren't deep into Michael Jackson, don't really know the song. Uh, two is She's Out of My Life. And oh, I, I like that. You went back. Because Michael Jackson, you know, he's got that little whimper at the end and it's really sweet. And, you know, we're talking, you know, early, like, like, like you said, early Michael Jackson. Um, but you could tell he felt the song and we've all been there. Um, whether we're talking about a she or he, um, where somebody was gone and you don't know if you're happy about it or if it's the worst thing that's ever happened to you. Um, and, you know, shout outs to his, you know, when he was on tour doing the song, he would let some wonderful little girl up there on stage to cry with him. Um, I'm a little, little salty, a little jelly. <laughs> Wish I could have gone up there and cried and hugged him. But anyway, um, so she's out of my life. And then the last one I have chosen is Lady in My Life um, from Thriller. So underrated. Such a great song. Vocally, one of the best ballads that Michael Jackson has. Um, so users have at it. Mm. This, I, another fine slate. I think I'm going to go with Lady in My Life because... I have that in my baby making playlist. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> no, seriously. I think a lot of people do. So when you say baby making playlist, when do you play this song specifically? Um when two people when All two right. people, people like each other. <laughs> <laughs> well, is it after Jodeci freaking you or right. before? <laughs> in the mix. Lady in my life comes in nice and warm. Yeah, I think it still gets play on Urban AC. Like, huh. you know, that's a song that if your mom turns on Alexa, you probably are going to hear it. Don't give me that visual. <laughs> but I think that I'll be sure be playing it on his thing. But, um... You going with Lady in My Life, that's a good one because he's got all that begging in it and men need to beg. Um, but then you got, what did she, she gave me way too many options. It was, uh, it was only three. Lady um, in My Life. Liberian Girl, you said Liberian Girl, right? Liberian Girl, she's out of not, not, not too many people in 1988 were talking about African girls in that way. Um to really portray them as just absolutely beautiful, you know, and, you know, we were still getting a lot of, and still do, you know, Eurocentric sort of standards of beauty. And Michael was saying, well, this, this African girl actually is really beautiful. And I've heard some really great remakes from African artists of that song. Um, 
and that's like what a shout out you know to his ancestral roots um and again to take a pop icon and kind of place them in that place of giving that that sort of um reverence is really is really dope and it's a great like the instrumentation like the whole thing is just put together well yeah um, yeah, he wrote, and I think the song started as Pyramid Girl or something. So I think he maybe originally was thinking maybe uh, Egyptian sort of thing. And then he moved to, I don't know how he got to Liberian Girl. So which one are you choosing? I don't know. I'm walking through it in my mind. My what's the God. One? What's the, what's the, <laughs> the other one is She's Out of My Life. Out of my life. He cried. Oh, <laughs> he's crying and everything. It's Michael Jackson. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, a man begging and crying. I mean, <laughs> what can you do but love him for a night? And that takes us back to Lady in My Life. Oh, goodness. I'm perplexed. Come on, Pick man. Me. All right, 1.5, be the tiebreaker. I don't really know. You go with what? What do you think? Um. Whew, so, Lady in My Life is. My number one. Liberian Girl is a, is a close second, though. We're going against Jay. Can we vote? Because, I mean, y'all got to pick Lady in My Life. Like, exactly. <laughs> like, and yeah. Janet, Janet's got some really good loves. So y'all got to go with yeah, that. We got to come with the heat because Janet got some freak nasty. And we yeah. don't have any of that. Listen. If listen. y'all pick my favorites, I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real conflicted. Well, okay. <gasps> so you got you to tell us what it is. So what is it? My favorite Janet love song. What if it's not even a love song? If you really think about it, 24 play is really not a love song. Yeah, it's not, but it is. It sounds like it. it. The video is is beautiful, like a little love song, but she is really just trying to do it. She's trying to just get, get, yeah, she's um, trying to write Also, Let's Wait a While is a really good love. Oh my gosh. You're making it harder. That's all about love. She wants to wait because she really loved him. And it was Leroy, Bruce Leroy. It was like Bruce Leroy. You gotta be sure about that. Listen, I okay, I appreciate your offerings. Um, so let me tell you what my talk you through my thought process. So I have one, like the one that I'm leaning most towards is come back to me. You're not, oh. you, I'm not hearing a lot of enthusiasm. No, that, no, that resonates with me because that's my second favorite Janet's flow song. It has everything. It's timeless. Yes. You can put it on in any era and you don't know it didn't come out today. The orchestration, the music, the strings, her harmonies and the angst in her voice when she says, I don't know what else to say. Oh, and then she started speaking in French. Yes. So yes. come back to me. Is my number one. You know what I really love from Janet? Which one? Go ahead. Curtains. <laughs> love song. That's it a love. song. Curtains? Oh, yeah. no, hell. I mean, love, nasty. We're really close here. These are <laughs> That's really what close. I'm saying. 24 play would be like dope. It was like a dope track. Mm-hmm. Oh, the music was beautiful. Yeah, it was really dope. Like, I mean, okay, we know she nasty, but I just thought her, that whisper thing she do fit really well. <laughs> Janet whispered on that album in a very intimate way. Uh-huh. She was like, did you see my show? Yes, I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I, I, rem- 
remember listening to that after basketball practice and already being sweaty and being like, this is doing too much. <laughs> to so, a lot of work right now. Ashley. <laughs> Thank you, Janet. You got me through puberty, babe. <laughs> that was just a good, it was a good, like when she's really in her pocket, like when it seems like she's got her and my, I think it's a Jack, it must be a family thing. They have songs, all of them, that just seem so authentically them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's got a whole cadre. I think she's more emotionally honest in her work. Oh, I shouldn't say more emotionally honest, but I think it's more readily, you know, received in her work than maybe Michael's. Just that emotional honesty from all sorts of emotions. Whereas Michael, you sometimes felt he was holding back over here or still trying to like you know play a role or present himself Mm -hmm. in one way where janet was just so has been and as she's gotten older it's become even more evident just so authentically like this is who i am i'm gonna talk about the things i want to talk about you're not gonna box me into the things i don't Mm want to talk about and this is me and if you don't like it um you know absolutely you know one of my favorite things about her is that she, she and not just this is who I am. Like this is who I am now. Like yeah, if yeah. I'm if I'm not who you remember, I guess that's too bad for you. That's like, too bad. <laughs> like, and, but how much is that needed? Like I think as just a fan of that, an admirer, fan of that family, just someone who really breathes that fresh air of like, listen, I don't uh, listen. This is me. And if you don't like it, cool, go over there. But I'm going to still be me. And she just, she does that in such an elegant way. I just have a lot of respect for the way she has carried herself throughout her career. Um, even when you take those, na- you know, those nasty songs, she's still a lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and, I, yeah. listen, and I love, you know, artists who kind of go there. And sometimes it's a little too much for me. You know, I'd be like, ooh, baby, now listen, I can't play that around my mama and them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, she still does what she does in a way that's very classy. And I think that that is very hard to do because some artists are like committed to going full, <laughs> like, you yeah. Know, well, you know lot. what it is? It's you know? that we have lost the art of the metaphor. Mm-hmm. We, we, we don't say downtown. We mm-hmm. got to say, you know, yeah. got to so, say it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that what it is is that like she has always been lyrical and thoughtful in presenting her. her lyrics in a way that say exactly what she wants to say but sometimes in disguise like take care for example um yeah from entertainment to art and not everybody's got that a lot of people are entertainers but not many are artists she's an artist michael's an artist they are artists Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. they don't just vibe because there's a lot of people outside out here just vibing yeah just whatever's hot whatever's gonna get me on the charts and make me some money and they're like no i want people to listen to my stuff in 30 years like you said look at rhythm nation still bopping 30 years later you know and that's that just demonstrates a level of forethought about your art that a lot of people don't have now. She's just, she's amazing. We've seen her a couple of times. Ashley's seen her the most, and I know you guys have seen her a whole lot, um, but she's just, she really is amazing. She's amazing. Yeah. Well, and can I say about Janet too, just to add on to that, one of the good thing, one of the things I love about Janet, and like I said, I came to Janet Jackson late in life, but one of the things I love about Janet is that the 
thing that catches you first about her music is the actual music, the melody of the song, the, the music, right? Everything she does has a little bit of a beat, has a little bit of a bop, like even the slow songs. Like, like I said, I get lonely. Like everybody knows that kind mm-hmm. of like hard beat that it has. But then mm-hmm. you listen to the words, if you can, you know, sometimes you don't even know what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Like, you can decipher <laughs> what she's saying, yes. Yeah, first time I heard if, I was like, what did she say? What did she say? <laughs> like you know, <laughs> like like so, like, and one of my favorite are Janet, actually wild. Yeah, I mean they are like my favorite <laughs> Janet Jackson song to this day is "All Night Don't Stop." Okay, and the first time I heard it, I actually saw the video, and I was like, "This is pretty dope." Like the music, the choreography, it was it's just so catchy. Like you can't help but love it. But then I listened to the words, kind of like feedback, you know. Um, <laughs> you're like. Oh, what she say? <laughs> <laughs> she 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 sucks you in with the the actual music itself, and then once you get deeper, you realize that she is actually saying some things that some of us think, some of us want to say, and don't want to say, and you know what I mean. Like she's very honest, like my sister said, and I I love that about her and all of her music. Excellent, excellent, excellent. All right, so we are going to put up in round four, Michael Jackson's Lady in My Life versus Mm -hmm. Janet Jackson's Come Back to Me. So make your notes. Noted. All right, this is the last one. It's the best choreographed dance piece, and I need my users to give me, um, let me know which one we're going with. So the first one I have is Remember the Time. Uh, I don't need to say much about (laughs) Remember the Time. Um, Dangerous. Um, although there is no official video for Dangerous, there it was a choreographed piece that he used in his live shows. Um, and so if you've seen those, I personally think that it is one of the best choreographed dance pieces that Michael has um, as well. Wait a um, minute, but are you cueing the VMA performance? What are you, what are you? Um, so mostly the VMA performance, but he did okay. do one like on a new Dick, Dick, uh, what's his name? Oh my Lord. What's that man? Clark. He's gone, Jesus Dick God. Clark. Let him rest. Man, he, Dick Clark. Um, he was a little racist, but it's okay. Okay, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> These are facts people need to know. I'm sorry. Go for it. <laughs> that man is gone. He's, he's gone. still a little racist. He's dead and racist. Oh, okay, well, man. Jesus. 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 Um, he had, I think that was in 2002. He did that, uh, for Dick Clark. Um, it was about the same thing. Um, I think the, the piece I like the most, he, he does a little bit of sampling from Janet, um, in yes. that piece. Um, and then Good. last but not least the, um, I, I don't want to say Holy Grail cause I don't want to sway anybody, but scream. Really? Um, the Janet and Michael together is magic and and nobody can tell me any different um everything he did she did just as well if not better and they killed it and janet still uses that in her show i didn't see her sliding across the floor the last time i saw her at that um at that uh uh state of the world tour uh, that little sliding thing they do on the knees with the uh, knee pads on. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to simmer down. <laughs> <laughs> Janet, she, 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 she,
did do it. But and that's the part because you don't expect that, and she still do it. But listen, listen, she's, she's short, short too, though, so it's, it's not that far. It is fifty-four. <laughs> is that your contribution? She's short, so it's easy. Yeah, them knees. It's not that far to the ground. Ashley would not. Ashley's short too, so it's anyway. not that far to the ground. It's just uh, just a little dip. She's a little person with a lot of ass. It's a lot of words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so those are my three. So remember the time, dangerous, and scream. Ashley, make it spiffy. Go on to say the right answer. Beat it. All right, it's scream. Oh, no. It's scream. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Yeah, it's definitely scream. Um, honestly, I didn't think y'all would let us make this eligible, but um, I don't know how you, we got to cut the baby in half. Yeah. I don't know how, I think we can give them both credit for I this. I think that should be a, a tie. I think we should both get credit for it because I think they, they both, <laughs> if that's y'all's answer, then they can both get credit for it. Yeah, but I it's mean, not though. It's not, if it's not. Then then we cool. We ain't got no problems. Um, <laughs> If you guys, if you guys are gonna allow us to play that, that's our big Joker. That's our big, 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 big ass Joker. The one that you write big on, so everybody, <laughs> right, so everybody knows you every time. Yeah, yeah, it's that one, and mainly because it was, it's not just the video is like superb, but yeah. it's the build up to it. Everybody's like Janet and Micah, finally Micah and Janet, like Joe would say, Micah. I feel like y'all got to pick something else, though, for a host of reasons. But number one, I just think that's not the strongest offering. You don't think that's the strongest one? Are we taking all things considered, or are we docking straight the? I mean, I'm I'm almost with Courtney. I really like Remember the Time. I can't. I can't. Yeah, that's true. Like remember, like that whole Egyptian. Mm Dance sequence. I mean, I'm not supposed to be helping y'all, but point of clarity. Are we or are we not allowing splitting of the baby known as scream? Um, if you all would like to offer scream, I listen, we doing a fake friendly fire. They yeah, they don't want that. It don't matter what so they we're choose. not we're not offering scream. They're not offering scream. It don't matter what they offer. Scream still okay. better than it. So we're but gonna we put. Can, we can go with something else. Um, instead of well, I feel like it's fair if you guys want to argue for scream. Here's what I'll say for scream. Um, one, it's not my favorite piece of choreography, and we did a podcast on it, and I was just I you know, heard uh-huh. in in real time for me, like remembering the buildup of this in real time. I remember being somewhat disappointed. Um, really? Yes. Uh, and mostly because you think you get in Janet, you get in Michael, you think you're going to get this elaborate dance, um, not a dance break, but an elaborate That's dance video. Fair. And that well, I mean, and we well, mostly we were, just got them playing electronic ping pong. So well, we were babies. We were babies, and I can say yeah, that so you don't I remember, was, like, but I remember in real time, like sitting in front of my TV, all the commercials from MTV. We had just moved to this house, and I was sitting <laughs> down in front of the TV watching waiting watching waiting they did all the pre-build up and then they did the making of and all of this stuff and i remember it like oh my god it's gonna be epic and they and really you made were, me watch them play impressed. ping pong in black and white yeah. i remember okay. that we had dub tapes i remember <laughs> it was circulating through the hood because everybody hadn't seen it when it came on and i definitely remember my dad had a tape copy and we went to my godfather's house to watch it on demand here's the thing Yes, it is a break. 
but it's a bomb ass break. It's bomb. It's bomb. And I don't want to take anything from that. It was, it's great. And I'm, I, I want to add though, and you know, I might get run off my own podcast, but <laughs> it was better. Like the best performance of that was at the tribute in 2009. Was that with Janet Jackson and all of his former choreographers and dancers? Minus that bitch ass. Um, that yeah, we, we don't even acknowledge him. We don't even acknowledge yeah, him. Minus that. Um, yeah. But that was yeah. like the strongest performance to me of the choreography and Janet messed up and was still. Yeah, she was overwhelmed. <laughs> but that, that mess up was actually perfect. It was perfect. Like was and the fact that she didn't miss a beat, like uh, just uh, uh, she going. was doing it for her she was doing it for her brother. So that mess up did not like just, just that intensity going. in that moment. Yeah, it was like, no, nah, that wasn't even So I mean that was the best performance. And so what I'm saying as I try to talk y'all out, out of this one. <laughs> and I don't know why she trying <laughs> to talk y'all out of this. <laughs> to talk y'all out of this one what i'm saying is the strongest performance Mm. of that was not the video yeah yeah still here for okay we gotta decide y'all so what we're going with listen now that i'm sitting here like ghost was 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 bombed too that whole sequence i'll be honest with y'all beat it and throw their iconic choreography and smooth criminal we got I, a lot to choose from. Be some dancing ass Jacksons. No sense. For the sake, for the sake of Havenhurst and the towels in the swimming pool, I will choose. What would Joseph want me to choose? I'm gonna say remember the time. All right. Final answer. Strong. That's strong. That's strong. So remember the time. And Cam, I did all this talking. What we got? <laughs> First of all, when I see you, <laughs> it's all right old. now, all right, cousin. <laughs> Man, like, but I could have you. What's in the words of Tina? What love got to do with it? We trying to, we trying to win. I'm trying to win something here. Alright, I forgot. You forgot. You forgot that breakdown with big legs in the back. Ed Murphy, man, come on. We no, that okay. video is it's amazing. Here we go. I got my big joker. I know you say Rhythm Nation was the big joker, but here's my big joker. Picture it. Summer 1993. MTV Jams. Bill Bellamy had the Vaseline lip gloss, shiny lips, and that he curly. Was the shiniest <sighs> human of 1993. Yeah, and he had that freshly sprayed high top. And what we had miss jackson in that leather crop top and those black pants that showed the curve of her booty and you know what i'm talking about nothing but beautiful ladies she had the men coming from the ceiling coming down i'm talking about if when if dropped and janet opened those doors the good times start cranking up and you hear that dun 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 you know somebody tore up their good socks trying to do those moves. Everybody knows it. Everybody tries to imitate it. I just feel like in 93, it was about Janet. And I just think if you put that up against Remember the Times, yes, it was you know, some nice little dance moves. But I think when it comes to just Janet just dominating moves and setting the, the bar for other female performers, I think you have to look at it. Yeah. As you're talking about this video, so if is iconic and people are still mimicking this entire dance routine today, 
Women are still wearing the outfits. You still seeing the feathers in their ears and all of that. Let's talk about the hair. The hair. The, the hair. hair was you still see the hair. And it was really kind of like this was before we knew about like video chat lounges and all of those types of things. Um, so it was really ahead of its time for the U.S. Like everywhere else, all around the world, they knew about those things. Um, but as you talk, like I'm really torn now. Like if smash it, scream. <laughs> it yeah. kicks screams butt. Remember but the time it, though? I think it nudges remember the time. It's like, mm, it's like move, get out the way. Yeah, she, come on, you'll, you'll see the movement. Come on, do your elbow. Lift your you elbow know, here's what I have to Ooh. say because mostly like Michael Jackson and I love Michael Jackson. Let me think about how to say this without getting yelled at. Um, you're so, already getting yelled at in my mind right now. I know, you come already on, do this. Move, come on, do the move. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. And I think we got it. I think we got it. But I think if I were to offer Janet an edge, what I will offer is, and this is, is this is more for the Black Jackson estate because I want y'all to be honest and critical in your analysis when you're awarding your points. What I will offer is, if we're just thinking about the choreographed piece, that dance moves, what I will offer is two things. One, People know that routine from if. They expect to see some men on their knees and some hands on some crotches and some heads slapped between some hands. They mm -hmm. know that routine. When that song comes on, that's what's going on in their minds. And so that's why we offer it as a great choreographed piece. Also, I think the variety of styles from Janet. Fire, you have to fire. consider that. She mastered a multitude of styles. And I don't want to make it sound like Michael didn't. He Michaelized everything. So I would have to give like as an iconic standalone piece, I would have to say if. Mm -hmm. But you know what I thought you might say, Cam, that you didn't say? What's that? I don't know if it's as popular outside of the jam fam, like if it's universally pervasive. But the Velvet Rope Tour performance of Rhythm Nation with the nunchucks, that hasn't oh, been topped. Oh, the, the ones that she had to retire because she hit herself in the face? That hasn't been topped by anyone. <laughs> that was dangerous as hell. First it was one. dangerous. She has committed, it, though. Has it been top? And and the times that she didn't smack her face, perfection. <laughs> Even when she did, nobody else saw it until she said something. Well, I mean, let me say this. Like, I heard everything that was said. I agree with the attitude behind it. It had a lot of bass in it. And I like that. Like, as, you know, just my profession, I like people to bring some bass to it. I, I could I could resonate with some of that. But I think that she was following a blueprint and it was Michael. And I think that um, she, you know, she was in her little brother's shadow. You know um, what? I'm not going to let it, you do that. But I was, I was going to let you do the blueprint. <laughs> she has I to do it. I was going to allow I it. I love Janet. I feel like I said that on every podcast I'm on. Listen, I love Janet. We don't, <laughs> don't have shadows here. There are no clouds. There is only two great artists. They are great. You're right. Janet is so, again, she has so, she's holistically phenomenal, like a 10 out of 10. Um, so I'm not saying any of that. Michael is just, Michael is just, I love how they're very similar and different. Mm -hmm. That's the beautiful thing. That's why we can even have this conversation. Absolutely. So many similarities and so many very wide differences. Um, and I think some of that is by nature and some by design. We know Michael was trying to be very <laughs> controversial, to say the least, in his 
presentation of himself. Um, and so there's that. I mean, but like when you add their bodies of work together, it just creates something that if you're talking about a family of musicians, who else can top it? No, as nobody. And we're not even talking about the J5 or the Jacksons or Centipede or Jermaine's, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or Jermaine's works or Randy had a dope album, you know, or, you know. If y'all uh, say that he, enough, I'm going to start to believe it. It, have you heard it's, it's not, I heard it it's, it's two three bops on there it's a couple of bops right mm-hmm. Marlon had baby tonight Tito had Tito time don't go you know. nowhere <laughs> no. I mean everybody got that but Michael and Janet are a universe of perfection who else can do that that's only a Jackson thing absolutely I appreciate that I appreciate that all right, so everyone has presented their cases. The votes have been tallied. Yes, yeah, since I picked all the songs, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and vote for Jam. Okay. Okay. Round two, Rhythm Nation, or they don't really care about us. Let, oh, they don't care about us. <laughs> Round three, DS or Son of a Gun. Mm, I bet you think the song is about you, don't you? Uh, you know what? Um, Jesus Christ. Let me let me just go ahead and stay true to, to my own picks, because if you don't stand behind your own choices, then who okay, will? Okay, so I'm going to just put a one for every um, MJ? Right now, right okay, now. got you. Got yes, you, got ma'am. You. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Ash. Um, you know it's got till it's gone. Come on. Oh my God! Yeah, definitely got it. Got it till it's gone. Got the first one. Um, they don't care about us. DS, Lady in My Life. If all right, all right. Um, so I actually had got till it's gone too. It pained me. The round two, Rhythm Nation, or they don't really care about us. Now y'all know Rhythm Nation is iconic, and I'm prepared to put another one right there. But I feel like y'all lying to y'all selves. You know what? I gave they don't really care about us the the mark. Oh, no. okay. I mean, listen, listen, you the one got to sleep with you. So I got to sleep with me. You now. can give whatever oh, number you want. It's going to be snuggles. It's going to be good. <laughs> All right. Round three, son of a gun or DS? This one was hard. Dude, what'd you choose? Oh, 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 okay. My bad. Uh, D- DS. All right. DS. What about Lady of My Life? Come back to me. Come back to me. All right, all right. And re- remember the time and if. <laughs> Say what you feel, man. Say what you feel. Remember the time. Oh, I thought we had them. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Hey, Cam, what you got? To me. <laughs> uh, number one, got till it's gone. Okay. Rhythm Nation. DS. And don't hit me for this one, but I always said if I ever get married, I would play this song at well, my wedding. Um, Lady I of my life. Down. We're going to be there with flowers. I already wrote it down because even though somebody lectured me on how we trying to win, <laughs> I have met you before. <laughs> you know, but I didn't try to, you was, yeah. is that the best you got? I, like that, I, was, I just want a fair fight. Everybody bring their best. Okay. They bought their best. They did. I feel that y'all stick with Scream though because y'all know that can't, t- that can't touch if. All right. Uh, all right. Um, and then... If is my last one. All right. If. Um, yes. For more. Right. That's, mm-hmm. um, that's what it is. Obviously, it's got till it's gone. Yeah. Yes. Um, that's what it is. Rhythm Nation, they don't really care about us. I ain't even going to lie. 
But Rhythm Nation is the only logical conclusion. And I don't really know what's going on over there. Like, I don't know if y'all need some carbon monoxide detectors or what's happening. <laughs> it's Spike. Anybody who get on TV drunk like that, he did in dance, it's Spike. Yes. Okay. So our next round, Lady in My Life, come back to me. Oh, gosh. This is really hard because Lady in My Life is maybe my favorite Michael Jackson song. Say Lady in My Life, girl. But Come Back to Me is to me the perfect ballad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see you done voted with the other side. Please don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know they were going to pick that cut. Way you was lecture, <laughs> way you was lecturing me. Okay, look, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it. No, I can't. I got to go, like, come back to me. I'm sorry. As much as I love Lady in My Life, it's come back to me. Follow your heart. And the final one, remember the time or if. Oh, boy, I'm the tiebreaker there. Yep. They were both so iconic. <clears throat> do what you got to do. I got to go with if. So, yeah, so here's how we stack up. So the Black Jackson Estate basically voted a straight party ticket. But round one. Went to Janet with Got Till It's Gone. Round two, went to Michael with They Don't Really Care About Us. Round three, Son of a Gun versus DS. Went to Michael. Um, I don't even know how that happened. Round four, Lady in My Life versus Come Back to Me went to Michael. And round five, Remember the Time, If went to Janet. So we got three from Michael and two for janet so that's where it stands on this round of verses wow okay that's a powerful word that's pretty (laughs) tight yeah we did i feel like we did the lord's work today i'm excited about it if they wouldn't have pulled lady of my life we would have won because i just want to say that i appreciate you cousin cam (laughs) because you helped send us over the edge i appreciate you switching teams this one time right Next but, time, yeah, you know, you can I stay on your team. That y'all picked that one because y'all was trying to pick Liberian Girl. But both artists have so many songs that you can pick. It's so hard to pick one, right? Both artists have so many songs that are absolutely incredible. You just got to go with your heart and your gut and pray that the Lord guides you the right direction. <laughs> Amen. You, know, you just ride with You know, I appreciate that this was a good, obviously this was all just fun and games, but it is really a testament to the catalogs of Michael and Janet that one, it was hard because we're diehard fans, right? And we couldn't even decide inside of the individual catalogs yet alone head to head. Yeah. And that's really just a testament of the great artistry and work that they have been giving us for years. And just the artistry that continues to live on, even in Michael's absence, like these songs are ever present. His spirit is ever present. His influence is ever present. And we just want to recognize that because it should never be forgotten. I am a person that as soon as someone starts talking about the next Michael Jackson, I am ready to fight. <laughs> there isn't one. Because it's more than just the music. It's, it's also about the man. And we haven't seen anybody combine those two facets of humanitarian aid and artistry and creativity and dedication to the craft. We haven't seen anybody do it. Yeah, we won't see another Janet Jackson. We won't see the ja- the Jackson family ever again. Like this was a once in a lifetime phenomenon, and I mean, wow, the power that the Captain power. Jackson has in producing that catalog. Bravo, Mama. Bravo. <laughs> yeah, yeah I said this too. Like we would love. Like I'm. A, I'm a plug both of us. We would love for um the jacksons to come and have a group discussion with us we would love to do a youtube or a i mean listen we can do it all but let me tell you what 
we, if someone's heard something we said, we did not mean it. And <laughs> apologize now if it's going to ch- say, make you say no. It was Ashley. It was user two. <laughs> That's fine. I'll take that. All right. <laughs> we'll put her in the isolation booth. So when you come <laughs> on. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, it's such dope discussions like that need to be had. And like, I mean, there's so many, there's so many areas to explore that have not been explored yet. So yeah, I mean, I'm excited too to kind of do that. And you guys are just doing such a phenomenal job. I know she's, I, there's no way at this point that I don't think she's listened to many of your episodes and really appreciated that, that pump on her legacy. You know, but it's such, it's, I, I hope that, you know, we're doing something bigger than ourselves and doing this that will live beyond, you know, even the longevity of the podcast. So you guys are just, I mean, y'all are great. We were listening to y'all before we started. We were listening to the MJ cast before we started. We listened to the MJ cast first before mm-hmm. we even started creating. We were listening to what they were doing. We started with episode one, literally, mm-hmm. of their podcast. Yeah, I love them so much. Yeah, and we said, hey, okay, look at what they're doing. And these are some guys across the guys and gals across the ocean. Like, we were like, if they can show that appreciation for our own, you know, what can we do to also add to that? So, would you tell people how to find you? Uh, You can find us on all uh, streaming platforms. Just search the Black Jackson Estate. We're available on uh itunes podcast we're available on spotify and our home base is on soundcloud you can follow us on twitter at blk jack estate and we have a really complicated instagram with a bunch of uh, underscores so uh just tweet us and then uh we'll send you the handle (laughs) for the black jackson estate but if you search it on instagram we'll pop right up and um yeah, that's where you can find us, stream us. And if you guys disagreed or agreed with any of the choices that we made, please put it in the comments. We'd love to see what y'all think about our choices today. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, ladies, for having us. We just love what y'all are doing because it is the mirror of what we're doing. So I'm sure this won't be the last collab and we'll have you guys on and we'll continue to go back and forth. And it's just going to keep building and getting better. Looking forward to it. That is it for us for now. If you need more Janet Jackson, which we know you need more Janet Jackson, you can subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're already a subscriber, please tell a Janet Jackson fan about us and leave us a rating or review whenever you're listening. Your comments and ratings help other people find us, especially on iTunes. If you're not already, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Janet Jackson Pod. If you are following, thank you for every like and every single retweet, especially on episode releases. Those are simple things you can do and they go a long way to help us reach new Janet Jackson fans. Our intro and outro music, Good For You, is provided by THBD and is licensed under the Creative Commons 3.0 license. Thanks for listening to Janet Today, Janet Tomorrow, Janet Forever.